Welcome to Hashtag All Podcast Matters. Here's your synopsis. We're going to try to do it really fast because he's hella tired. Uh, what Dunny did? <laughs> uh, other news. Giraffe birth on YouTube. Yeah. Um, Chris Williams. <laughs> Who the hell is he? Net- Netwing movie. Good, uh, get out. Keanu Reeves news. Keanu Reeves news. And top five re- lessons that hip-hop taught me. Woo. Enjoy the show. Podcast Matter, the podcast about social issues, movies, and Keanu Reeves. I'm Kean. He's Vic. And that's BB-8. Oh wait, can we say that? No. <laughs> we're like we're like Casey and JoJo of podcasting. Yeah. Meaning, I hope like in 20 years we'll get booked at weddings. <laughs> to do movie reviews live. That sounds like a reason for it. I think we can do that. Okay, I'm going to keep having the filler because Vic is busy at the moment. How are you guys doing? Happy birthday to Contra, one of my favorite video games of all time. Up, down, up, down, left, right, select, BA start. Remember that? That was the jam. All right, let's get into what Donnie did. All right, what Donnie did. Sorry, I had to say that. <laughs> it was important text. That's okay. Uh, So, uh. Donald Trump has been channeling his inner Ric Flair. He's a jet flying, kiss dealing, uh, suit wearing, expensive suit wearing son of a gun. He is he is just flamboasting all on all on our dollar. Mm-hmm. But he wa- I understand that he wants to tighten America's belts. Yeah, but not at his own expense, not his of own course. Belt. Yeah, give me some numbers. Oh, I'm gonna give you some hard numbers that mm-hmm. he spent one eleven point three million in one month mm-hmm. on. Just like family trips alone, mm-hmm. which of course he is. It been hasn't been a full month yet. Highly critical of Obama's vacations when he is when he's on pace to take much more because he's golfing a fuck ton like every weekend. Yeah. He hasn't been president for a month yet, so he's he's golfing. Oh yes, he has. Yes, yes. This month, yes, yes. This so been one he, month, and that that's just on vacation. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the money he spent on security from being at Trump Towers, Melania being at Trump Towers, mm-hmm. and at the White House. Yeah. So basically, spending all the money, but fuck NPR and fuck everybody else, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds about right. Um, speaking of being contradictory, contradictory. Yes, on Thursday they repealed an act. I feel like they just repealed it just because fuck this marginalized group mm-hmm. and because this is something that Obama said. Because we know he loves doing the opposite of what Obama did. You know, like go <laughs> staff briefings. He's like, listen, I know high school is a kind place, which it, which it isn't because mm-hmm. kids are cruel jerks. Uh, transgendered youth could use the bathroom that they felt comfortable in, you know, mm-hmm. the gender they, they, they chose in schools. But Spicy, I'm calling him Spicy because we don't respect him here, mm-hmm. said that this that he wanted this to be decided at a state level. He said Donald Trump wanted this to be said. Yeah, but however, then on Friday, they said that they're hoping that the Department of Justice goes at recreational marijuana and that they want to handle that at a federal level. Wait a minute. 
Oh, no, no, I was not not <laughs> not state to state. Yeah, I'm like, wait a minute, these things because Christian white America because <laughs> it's a walking contradiction. Yeah, I'm like, oh, okay, I see now. Mm-hmm. You make a great rapper. <laughs> then, so right before, so right before he did this. No, okay, my bad, my bad. So Donald Trump, he gets up and just bashes the media. Fuck y'all, fake news. Uh, y'all suck. Took so, and then he goes and bans CNN, Politico, NY Times, Buzzfeed, which is fake news. All right, We're, fine. You got one out of a thousand. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that we can be one of the media outlets that gets banned from the White yeah. House. So they got they got banned from the White House. So anybody that's been critical of him <laughs> has got banned from the press. The uh, the press briefings. He's like, listen, I need I need those softball questions. Yeah. Uh, you've already it's been one month of your presidency you've already made America awesome how will you continue to be awesome your tan looks great yes we, is that a tan what <laughs> I didn't even notice like sir, sir that's actually not a question <laughs> perfect actually they've been talking about that um, uh, to stop his tweeting because he hasn't been tweeting a lot so to stop his tweeting they've been uh, his, his his yes man have been only allowing because he tweets what he sees on TV so they've only been allowing him. They've been giving him a steady stream of positive shit to talk about and everything like that. So he hasn't been seeing the negative stuff. And sometimes they're even making up negative, uh, positive stuff for him to watch. That makes sense. Maybe he just shouldn't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. And this makes me realize how much he watches TV. Yeah. I think he watches more TV than I do. But he watches TV and goes to it like he is that dumb friend on your Facebook that sees something and prints it. Like it's fact. <laughs> he's the motherfucker that that posts. Uh, Bill Cosby died. Like he he, he he's that dude. He was like, rest in peace, Bill Cosby. I love your Jedi pudding pops. And yes, sometimes you just gotta drop one in the drink. He's like, what? Fa- Taco Bell's going out of business. <laughs> uh, what else? Did he do anything else? Uh, yeah, I'm done with him. What Donnie do? Oh wait, wait. Fun fact: If Donald Trump was president in the '90s, Melania would be deported under his rules because Obama did where every and if you did something violent, you got deported. Cool. He want to say anybody that done anything illegal done. Melania in the '90s had a tourist visa and she got paid for modeling work. And working under a tourist visa is illegal, so she would have been deported. Damn, the ironing. Yeah, the ironing. <laughs> Speaking of other old fate losing their goddamn mind and trying to uh, silence people, Arizona uh, passed a bill that anybody that's involved in planning a protest and the protest goes like wrong for any reason, wink, 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 uh, they'll get their assets seized. So it's like, don't come to. The protests, you know, with your phones and your wallets and shit like that because you're getting robbed. That's an incredibly scary legislature, mm-hmm. especially being in the fact that we know we've seen like COINTELPRO still going on inside of protests, mm-hmm. like police and other government officials like inciting violence. Mm-hmm. So it's it's they're literally making it dangerous to uh, fight back against the orange, Agent Orange. Yeah. And... Let's see. We also well, we're done with what Donnie did. Yeah, but it's also their military. They've military militarized police, and they're removing people by force from the the Standing Rock protests. So, so we're silencing silencing freedom of speech, 
freedom of symbol and right to protest. And we're going to use big guns this time, baby. Well, that all sounds terrible. Because, mm-hmm. well, I, I guess it's still kind of related to what Donnie did. Mm-hmm. Because he was the one who said it's made it go ahead with the pipeline. Yeah. Because he's, you know. Because fuck water. And. We have Gatorade. Let's see. Another. Oh, yeah. And another what Donnie did. So. <laughs> it. We thought we were done. Yeah. But those stories. They it's, all it's, tie it's, together. It's, it's still related. It's part of the uh, Donnie CU. <laughs> <laughs> so. Kitten Mittens, you know, ever since his travel ban, which has been blocked, but there's still residual effects of the travel ban because you, when you empower racism, they, races, they go out and, you know, I don't know, firebomb mosque and, uh, you know, pull guns on teenagers like they did in Anaheim, right? But, oh, we're going to talk about that. But so Muhammad Ali Jr. is coming back to the country. Muhammad Ali Jr. Yes. That Muhammad Ali Jr. You see how you immediately got that? How your synapses was firing and you connected things to memory? And so he comes back in Florida and he is harassed for... He's being asked, um, how'd you get that name? Where are you from? What are you doing in America? And stuff like that. I mean, it, sometimes I forget mm-hmm. who are the most popular icons in American history are. Yeah. It's, it's tough to Especially remember. Especially when, you know, his died last year. You know, and it's tough, a big thing it's about tough it. to remember him. So that's happening. That <laughs> don't even have a Muslim name, right? <laughs> Matter of fact, don't have anything that sounds ethnic. Let's name all our kids Blake. From now on, Blake Smith, Smith, John Smith. John Just name your kid John Smith. John Smith is the most American name in America. Yeah, I mean, you see what that motherfucker did. That was my grandpa's name. You got ain't, po- uh, ain't that the uh, Green Lantern's name? John Stewart. John Stewart. Pretty close, though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I thought we were done. No, so, a racist guy. No, I don't care about no, right. that. No, no, that's fine. You want to talk about uh, Jigga Man? It's Jigga. Uh, Hove, uh, H to the Izzo, is going to be the first rapper ever indicted, uh, inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. This this is cool. I'm glad this kind of he's kind of going in, into unprecedented territory, mm-hmm. and it's it's good to see rap getting that acknowledgement. However, with most uh, first these most first no like, no not even nominations like I feel like they're getting it wrong. I don't, it's not, I wouldn't even say first if you think about the first black man voted to the basketball hall of fame, the first one like but he, he, a little late. And yeah, you picked the wrong one. This one, this one's the wrong one. And the funny part is, like, so who's in the Songwriters Hall of Fame? The Beatles, the one who wrote the song for the Beatles. Those songs were those were shitty. So I'm not a Beatles fan. So you mean to tell me these wordsmith motherfuckers, these wordsmiths, are not in the Songwriters Hall of Fame when all they did was write fucking Hot Sixteen all the damn time? Anyway, Tupac should have been in there. Uh, I guess he will be eventually. Yeah, eventually. Jigga man. I'm but, not mad. Good job, Jigga. <laughs> See what happens when you sell your soul? For riches? Yep. What's up with uh, Colorado, man? But he was, he was 36 in the karate class. I just wanted to point that out. Ty Boho. <laughs> uh, Colorado recently added uh, medical marijuana drive throughs mm-hmm. uh, and delivery. So. But I just wanted to say that California has had that for a long time, and the Simpsons did it too. The Simpsons did it first, and make sure you support your support your local entrepreneurs. 
So you brought something to me in wacky in the wacky <laughs> side of sports. I decided that I wanted to format the news section of the show just like the regular uh, corporate news. We're gonna have uh, news that can scare you, uh, news of what you should buy, and wacky animal news like what animals are riding a jet ski. And this week in what animals are riding a jet ski, YouTube recently streamed the birth of a giraffe, but it got taken down because people flagged it as nudity because. They're showing that giraffe monkey. <laughs> uh, um, E40 learned that being higher than the giraffe coochie is not that high, actually. It's pretty high, especially when she's laying on the ground giving birth. I just wanted to write giraffe porn because that's what conservatives <laughs> thought. Oh, uh, we got some more conservatives. Conservative. <laughs> you want to take a break? Let's take a Brady break and enjoy this musical interlude. Music all we hear is too much trash. And I, I grow weary of these encounters. Uh, that's why they've been you like the insect you are. And after all, it's done. You should fear me. Uh, and music all we hear is too much trash. And I, I grow weary of these encounters. Uh, that's why they've been like the insect you are. And after all, it's done. You should fear me. And yo, we chilling on another planet. Just causing havoc. The ground is made of granite like the road caused beyond in traffic. No danger, stranger than MCs acting dramatic. Drown your ego level icebergs did to the Titanic. Render your words with iron ore to make heavy metal smite the hell out of it and make a weapon for war. Gun MC, leave a nigga standing still when I be on the mic. In the arms of an angel. Something, something. You're supposed to read the story while I'm singing. Something, something. The, uh, this is news that we're not happy to report about. We reported that this was happening a couple weeks ago. Guillermo del Toro has confirmed that talks for Hellboy 3 fell through and it is officially dead. Will never, never in life happen. Yeah, he stomped over this shit. He was like, nah, we're, we're, it's, it's, it's on the ground. Now he's like, no. Somebody pissed him off. He was like, nah, it's not going to happen no more. Fuck it. No, I don't even want to do it anymore. I'm tired of people. Fuck you. Again, can somebody just sell it to Marvel? I feel like it was going to happen, but they're like, yeah, it can happen, but it's got to have, uh, can Ryan Reynolds be in it? He's like, no. My whole thing is like, I, I thought only thing he was asking for was $106 million. That's not that much money. It's not, especially fucking $106 million. He's going to do it, Ronnie Pearls, and you just need... Because I, f- I feel like if those movies came out now, mm-hmm. they would have been huge successes. It's, oh, yeah. a, it's a different time now. Mm-hmm. The movie was like during like the early times of, are superhero movies going to be a thing again? Mm-hmm. Back when comic books were bunking, we should we should watch those, too. We should. Yeah. You didn't look up dudes. So I don't even want to talk about the dude that's playing Black Lightning. I'll do it right now. Just introduce the story. And by the time we get there, <laughs> I, I can talk more about him. All right. So, new name, Chris. I'm, I'm going to say it because... It says C R E S S Williams. I guess is it Williams or William? Uh, is been casted to play Black Lightning, and every time I say Black Lightning, I cringe a little bit because it just sounds like seventies racism where they put black in front of everything. So I don't know if this is a good one yet because he types too slow. So I don't know who the hell Chris Williams is. Uh, I think I'm, he was I'm, some lo- show. I'm looking him up now. I'm like looking for things that he was. We... He was in some like show I've heard of, but so I never watched Friday Night Lights. Yeah, that was a good. I, that was a good J Cole uh, mixtape. <laughs> His hit Prison Break. Yeah, that was a good J Cole mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. He's that show. These are shows that we watch all the time. Of course. Yeah. No, I think the last thing he was in is what we uh, were looking up. You're, you're taking too long. I'm oh, leaving. okay. Code Black. Code, oh fuck that. No, really, he's not in anything that we have seen. He's yeah. in Low Riders. That's coming up. Cool. All right. So you wanted to talk about? And I want to talk about Get Out came out this week, and that shit was awesome. It was awesome. You want to talk about your boy Lakeith? 
Lakeith Stanfield is one of my favorite up and coming actors. He was great uh, in like for like fifteen minutes of straight out of Compton as Snoop Dogg. Loved him in Atlanta, and now he's great in uh, Get Out. So look, look for him becoming dope in the future. Uh, I saw a picture and they were showing all the colored people, people of color in Pacific Rim, and that shit's colorful as fuck. I'm excited as hell for that movie. Yeah. I know the movie for some reason it got a lot of criticism. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what the hell were you expecting? It's, it's a big it, ass robot movie fighting fucking big ass monsters from the deep blue sea. And they're like, I didn't think the acting was great. I'm like, well, it's they spent all the money on Idris <laughs> and robots fighting monsters. <laughs> and Idris was like, and and his speech, whoever wrote that shit. All right, so, god damn it, I didn't want to get to this, but fine. Uh, so Walking Dead star Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Yeah. There's a star that comes. So he has a catchphrase. We don't watch The Walking Dead. And he says, Eeny, meeny, miny, doe, catch a tiger by his toe. And so, yeah, we we all know where it comes from if you're a little bit woke. But the t-shirt came out, and some people were like, the t-shirt's kind of racist because the original nursery rhyme is, Eeny, meeny, miny, doe, catch a nigger by his toe. And it's like, I thought we were getting away from things that used to be racist and were just repurposed it as a kid nursery rhyme. It's still not cool. But, uh, like, Picnic. I his but, his reaction to it mm-hmm. I didn't like even though he might have been right maybe he can't you can't be a white man and be dismissive of anything that's a racist yeah so that made that let me further know that he might be a Trump supporter mm-hmm. I'm like you need to stop stop and listen and just be like you can't just be like people are stupid and sensitive you see how I called him by his real name is not of his name uh, <laughs> name I know him as but. But I don't think the shirt was inherently racist. No, like he he, just, he's right, but it's like he's right. You but can't you, just come on, bro. You gotta like, hey, yeah, we know it's racist, but that's not the intent. Yeah, Kalamate, Kalamate, because it's that's from the comic book. You know, Robert Kirkman he writes strong black characters, Michonne, and there's strong black males on the show too. Mm-hmm. Not on the show, which uh, not on the show, not which, I, the which show. I can get to in a minute. Yeah, but I don't think he didn't mean it. The intent wasn't racist because mm-hmm. that scene is taken, taken directly from the comic book. Now, the reason I stopped watching the show, which I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. is because the show doesn't handle its black characters well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you look at, like, T-Dog in the first season. He first had, of all, T-Fucking-Dog. His name was T-Dog. He had, T-Dog. No, he had no backstory, no character. Uh, he's kind of a white savior because he died saving Carol. Mm-hmm. Uh, later, uh, I forget his name, but Cuddy from The Wire was, mm-hmm. was in it. And Rick and uh, Dara held the back of his arms while Rick beat him up. And it's just like the imagery of like two white men beating up a, ba- a man, and one of them being a cop. I couldn't do the show anymore. <laughs> no, thank you. Even after Michonne came through, slight motherfuckers heads up. Nah, Michonne's great, but also the show got really boring. And not, oh, this show moves. This show moves like the speed, moves at the speed of fart, man. <laughs> show moves long. All right, there's another Walking Dead shit. So conservative Christian conservatives said Lego Batman was too gay to watch for their kids. Uh. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't feel like it changed me. So I think. Yeah, I, I didn't like boys after like that one episode. Of, that one, the Simpson movie. I like boys now. <laughs> it was a play on something that was funny, and they kind of, kind of ruined it. Like conservative white Christians always do. Yeah, that's that's too bad that they didn't enjoy it. I mean, we didn't enjoy it for other reasons. They're gonna hate that Dick's getting his own movie. <laughs> nice. Yeah, nice segue. Yeah, uh, Batman than Batman. Speaking of Lego Batman, the director of Lego Batman looks like he's going to be doing a Nightwing film. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, this is good. I'm glad. I'm glad they announced announced this. I'm a big fan of Nightwing. Mm-hmm. 
but you're ready to have your hopes dashed. But I kind of like I'm kind of like DC. Can you can you guys like fix one thing before you start announcing other stuff? Mm-hmm. Like Batman, mm-hmm. Richard, like fix one thing. Like your mm-hmm. whole your whole house is fucked up. Don't get another appliance. Mm-hmm. Don't get another new toy. Mm-hmm. Your credit is fucked up right now. Get your life together. Yeah, because they're in the BVS BVS movie. Jason Todd's the third Batman. Oh, so Jason Todd. Dick Grayson is the first, right? Yeah, I'm glad you said. I'm glad you asked that because yeah. they established that there's a dead Robin, mm-hmm. and and by the comics we have to assume it's Jason Todd. And he's number three, right? Jason Todd is the second. He's the second. Yeah, and he got killed by Joker. Yeah. Joker's real. Mm-hmm. That Joker doesn't seem like he's vicious enough to kill him with a crowbar. Anyway, so there's a Nightwing. So he's he can be Nightwinging, but no, wait, no, no, no I'm done. If it's a movie totally from different... No, I I can't... Nope, nope, nope. Continuity's too fucked up to do it. <laughs> I know, right? Because no. it's an old-ass Batman. You're like, where is he? Why wasn't he mm-hmm. here? Those, yeah. are, those are good questions. Yeah. Again, like, fix your house. Also, it's, we have some Marvel news. The first one's not... Whoa! We have some Fox Marvel news. Oh. <laughs> you said that shit right. Yeah, yeah. Get it, get it straight. Uh-huh. Uh there's there's news actually about both perfection X's. Mm-hmm. James McAvoy said that he's filming an X Men movie this summer. Mm-hmm. Thoughts? And Brian Singer's directing it. I think he's not attached this time. I don't care, but but, I mean, but his, you're old, right. his fingerprints are still on it. That's true. Even if he's like the producer and it's like the same cast, it feels like we've been eating the same thing for like the past ten mm-hmm. years from these like. You know, reboot, X-Men reboot hard, baby, reboot hard. Yeah, you're right. Just reboot or go home. Because when they told me first, they told me the 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 the, the chick that played the Phoenix was still might be in the next one. Then they're what the uh, tell you no, I'm done with all this shit. Well, I'll be more excited if Jennifer Lawrence isn't back. Uh, Patrick Stewart also said that he's not going to play Professor X anymore, mm-hmm. which kind of saddens me. But oh, you said retired from move. You said you retired. You didn't say from X Men. Yeah, that's from, cool. from X Men. Yeah, that's a, so. I thought he'd talk retire, retire. He can do something else. He can jump in and be in the fucking uh, MCU if he wants to. <laughs> Who would be in the MCU? The good, the good CU. He could be the Watcher. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, because I'd love to hear it in the British voice. I want you to take this next story. Samuel Samuel motherfucking L motherfucking Jackson is upset. So it came out recently that Sam Jackson uh, is kind of pissed. That he is not motherfucking in the new motherfucking movie, motherfucking black motherfucking Panther. I'm sweet. I'm, 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 this is his words. Of course. So he's not in Black this, Panther. This is and, an exact quote. And he was like, how the only black, he said this shit looking at uh, Anthony Mackie. How is the only black <laughs> character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe looking right at him in his eyes? Not in Black Panther. He was like, nah, niggas, I've been, I've been away for a while. But you mean to tell me the blackest movie you ever gonna have ain't gonna have me? That could have been where I've been hiding the whole damn time, because I had not been out here. That, that that's just that's why I've been the whole time. That's true. We haven't seen him for a while. Exactly, and that's what you could have said. Man, I ain't fucking with y'all no more. And it's like I've been to Wakanda because you know what? Ain't nobody coming to Wakanda for shit. And so I've been here. They fuck with me. <laughs> Actually, I'm really from Wakanda, so there. Just write the story itself. <laughs> and you should be from Wakanda. So he's pissed, as as he should be. Mm-hmm. I I just I feel like it's in still filming. They could uh, hopefully they could fix that. The, all they have to do is say like just show him in there because he doesn't he doesn't do two talking roles. He, he's only on the screen for ten minutes in each of the last movie. So exactly. all I gotta do is that's, like that's all I need. He can have like two lines. He, I mean, they could just show him in passing. Like, 
Because I, I don't know who, none of the regular stars are in Wakanda, right? True. So it's like, you just be in there, you can just show them, like, pfft. And I can understand why he's not in the movie, because this movie, even though it's in the cinematic universe, is sounds like it's going to be different. It's, it's it's a standalone. It can be a standalone. That's that's probably the thing, is yeah. that it's going to be, it's going to be Ant-Man, it's going to be Doctor Strange. Strange. Yeah. Which is, which is probably good, because those movies are, are I'm not, probably not in the minority of saying this, those are probably the best movies in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Is it's not it's not building towards the other movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just introducing star coming in, but yeah, this is a standalone. It doesn't need any other movie. They're gonna talk about it like how Agent Shield. You really should watch Agent Shield. How Agent Shield like talks about it. Yeah, we're in the same universe, but we don't need you. We're gonna be talking about other shit, other other Shatari. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's not you. Anyway, <laughs> why it gotta be about you? So yeah, Sam's right, but I understand. But he went in there pissed. Like I can imagine him kicking the door like Ice Cube, <laughs> and, uh, when he went to uh, Priority. Where's my money, Brian? You promised me. Did uh, did did so when Ice Cube kicked in the door, dude's name was Brian, right? Yeah. All right. Did Family Guy steal that scene, <laughs> or did that scene steal that for, for Family Guy? Because uh. he came in there. Where's my money, Brian? You gonna have a money? Oh, you can buy face masks. Oh, you don't watch Family Guy. Never mind. All right. No, I, I, did, I did see that scene. Yeah. That, that was like the last episode of Family Guy that I saw. That shit I'm was like, hilarious. I'm like, this shit is great. He said, oh, you got money to buy fake. Wait, you said you didn't like that scene? Mm. What? He said, you got money to buy fake masks, but you can't pay me back? <laughs> it was, it, when Family Guy got really violent, I'm uh-huh. like, nah, I'm the best. They, outside of anime and inside of anime, they actually... Family Guy's artists put together some of the best fight scenes ever in cartoon history because you see every punch and it's grounded in reality, even though they're doing all this shit in the world, but they're, they do cartoon violence better than a lot of anime does because anime is just cut to something explosion. You can't see any shit. They show you every fucking punch, <laughs> slow-mo, fast-mo and shit like that. T flying and everything like that. They, I think he had to watch more cartoons. I know. I know, I know, but the way this... Oh, first of all, who watched more anime, me or you? I said cartoons. Oh, okay, fine. Also, I probably watch more anime than you. No, you don't. Right now. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You, you, you've got a longer history anime. Oh, yeah, right now, because I haven't watched anime. Yeah. But I'm fuck, I fucks with anime. I was the one at the Comic-Con. I mean, at the cons, looking at everybody, pointing them out. <laughs> I was the one nerding out, son. I was telling you, that's who, that's you, that's you, that's him. That's so... You're a classic anime fan. I've never seen Akira, and I don't need to see it, all right? But I have seen Trigon. That's my shit. It's pronounced Trigon? I don't care. It's, it's a tree and it's tri, whatever. Well, I'm proud of you. All right. 50 billion double dollar man. 50 billion double dollar man. And he was a Buddhist. So next on our list of stories, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. H.J. Yeah. He said the coolest thing in the world, and it was a, it was a, it was a silent diss. It this would be he said this and not dissing somebody, but the person that could have been about him would start a whole diss track and get ate up about it. Because he was like, first of all, I wasn't talking to you, but since you want to come at the king, and you missed, uh, you want to do it? Yeah. Right. Uh, he Jackman said that he wouldn't be retiring if he was Wolverine in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> wow. And immediately they was like, we got to get in the studio right now. We got to get a rebuttal. Because that sounded like, he was like, I wasn't talking about anybody, but he was like, if the movies were better, I would oh, Wait, wait, I mean, if the movie had more scope. There he, it is. He said it in like the most polite way that 
these movies are trash and mm-hmm. they've been the same for 15 years which they have been mm-hmm. uh and he shot he she's also recently shot down the idea like he doesn't want to be in deadpool he said firmly that i'm not going to be in deadpool mm-hmm. which they have been trying to get him in mm-hmm. for the longest time deadpool doesn't need him and please don't cast pierce brosman well, I feel like that all that probably all fell apart. We haven't yeah. heard any news about it since. Good. I really like Dolph Lundgren. Oh, that'd be so dope. Dolph Lundgren. I still want uh, Scott Lang. Is that the dude from uh, Avatar? Yeah. He looked. He looked like Cable. He looked movie. like that motherfucker. But come on, big ass Dolph Lundgren, bro. But Dolph, Dolph is perfect. He, this thing about an older Punisher. Yeah. Because we just saw Punisher eighty seven. Mm-hmm. That was great. Or or Tom Hardy. I'm just saying. <laughs> just gray, gray up Tom Hardy a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he he, he no, he just act like he's older. He do. I told you he could like. I mean, if they really, if they had to pick, he's, he's just gonna be like, "Hey, my hair is so gray right now." If they had to pick one white actor to whitewash everything, I'm like Tom Hardy. They're, they're only gonna old wash him. Yes. No. If like no, no. If they put, if there was a historically black role. Forever was black, and they wanted to whitewash it. And they, they was like, "Victor, we're gonna whitewash it, but you get to pick the person to play it." Tom Hardy. It's, it's not even like, a thing. They're gonna be like Bobby Seal. <laughs> Tom Tom Hardy, baby. Tom Hardy. Either go. Uh, want to take a break? No, because we have to do news. Oh, I was gonna do that later, but anyway, funny. Keanu Reeves news. Yeah. Uh, Keanu Reeves said that he wants John Wick 3 to be like Escape from New York. And you have no idea what that's like. Which is a film that I haven't seen. But I, I love Kurt Russell, so I need to do my homeworks on this. We'll probably review it later. And I told him, if if <laughs> if 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 John Wick 3 I'm going to explain it to you right now. Okay. If John Wick 3 was like Escape from New York this is how I'm, this is how the movie would go. I'm not saying this is how the movie would go, but this is how it would feel like. It'd be like uh, Super Mario Kart, where you got to hold the button <laughs> right before, and you got to press it at the right time, and you get the boost. That's how the movie would be. It'd just be like waiting at the green light, and then you would see a green light, and then the movie would just drive and shoot red turtles at people for the whole movie. It'd be fun as fuck. I'm pretty okay with this. Yes. <laughs> are they, are they, but are there going to be catchphrases? Of course there is. Oh, okay. Then they should I'm- let Kurt Russell be in it. That'd be dope. He also said, look, I want to do Matrix 4. I really want to do it. Only if it does it right. Wachowski's got to write it. Um, and everybody's got to be back in it. And the script's got to be good. Not only are they going to write it, the script's got to be fucking good. I get final approval on the script. All right? I like how he stated that it has to be good. Because he's like, those last two, I'm not so sure about. He's like, I did it to give away money to people that worked on these movies. He's like, I did a lot of good with that money. He gave away most of that money. Um, so this also made me think, I was like, but didn't that black lady write it? Which is not true. That is a popular meme that went around that some black lady won the rights to the thing and that never happened. Oh, that was a, that was an urban myth? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did you, you already heard that? Yeah. Heard Did it. you believe it? Uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah. That is not true. It never happened. <laughs> now do you want to go to break? All right. That'll just take a break. Enjoy this music. Simpleton. <laughs> a simple matter for one with a paralyzer ray. But the mightiest weapon of all is yet to be revealed. I shall toy with you a while longer. <laughs> 
The mask is a part of me, grotesque like reality Compared to a pretty fair, beautiful fantasy On the microphone, I'm a dangerous monstrosity Burn MCs who measure degrees like the university Niggas think they find the illness when they listen to my lyrics Like the gods from above, bless my rhymes with a golden glove Supernatural flow, clean like detergent doves Always peaceful with my actions first like a bunch of doves Show plenty of love to my haters, they don't understand that When you leave it peacefully, it's all part of a master plan Disguised as an art show, to the artist with a sick flow Hops out from out the painting that creates a masterpiece like Pablo Picasso You thirsty niggas remind me of Johnny Bravo while we're showing off like he did something Important, but that's a big fat hell. No. We're back. Yeah, let's get into our top five. Uh, Vic chose this week's top five, uh, but I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, it's uh lessons that rap has taught us, and it, it is like like life lessons. Like I was gonna put like funny ones that she, she bands will make her dance. Like no, that's I'm like real shit. Like all right, I'll start off. So like okay. number five is rap music taught me you can be anything you fucking want to. Too short, tell me that. This is back before they forced him to make That's That Monkey. Uh, last album, number 10, getting it. When he was just like, nah, you can do anything. He was like, if you want to be business, do do your best in your business. He told me to go to school and get a fucking college education and take a vacation. Because he got all his game from the streets of California. Young nigga rapping with a high school diploma. Anyway, so yeah, Too Short told me I can. And rap music for like positive. I like positive street rap. So like Nip Hustle. Anybody that has a like a message while they're gangbanging is my favorite thing in the world. So they was like, bro, go out there, get your money, bro. However you want to do it. If you got to rob niggas, hey, sometimes you got to rob niggas. But then they're also teaching us a way how to get without robbing niggas. That's why I do podcasts. So I don't have to rob niggas. <laughs> you know, Vic, that was fantastic. <laughs> uh, my, my fifth choice is from a rapper, Cameron Giles, better known as Cameron. Mm-hmm. He taught me how to get computers Putin. <laughs> no, he didn't. He said he keeps the computers Putin. And he never told you how to. And what I think he meant by that is that he's speaking to the power of uh, programming <laughs> and that he wanted the youth of color to get involved in that because yep. he saw that it's going to be very big in the future. He did. Wait, it was big right then. Computers were blowing up. <laughs> and he's like, hey, this computer's going to be a thing. Cameron has to be one of the most underrated rappers of all because that flow was amazing. And and no joke, Cam- Cameron is one of my favorite rappers. Yeah. I, I was late in life Cam fan, so um I had confessions to fire. Number No, I liked it when he changed his style to the backwards rapping he did. Cause when he first came out, you know, what means the world to you, he wasn't rapping like that. But when he switched to that style, man. He still he had a different style, uh-huh. but it was it was still uh he's he's still doing some deep some deep stuff. He had a yeah. song called D Rugs, which is like Well no no like, no. I mean he was always deep and he was cool, but like the way he would rap backwards and oh, yeah, like yeah. 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 The wild style, like he'll say something, then say it again. Like that shit was well cool. Like he was on beat and he had a funky ass rhyme style. So that shit, who has ever rapped like Cam before or after? That was his own shit. I still wish him and Mace were a duo, but that's that's a story for another day. He told he said Jimmy wasn't from Harlem. <laughs> I was like, oh, that means oh, it's beef. Somebody gonna die. <laughs> um, Bay Area rappers taught me like the Bay Area and like being around like the world. I mean, not the world, the U.S. It's taught me that the Bay Area is the coolest fucking place in the world. We move to our own beat <laughs> again. People buy our own beats. Like we are the birthplace of bass. Period. Fuck what you thought you might call it Atlanta, but no, nobody was putting bass in their shit for us. We had the bass. Bass. We did that shit. <laughs> uh, we gave you all the slang in the world. We gave you the independent rap game. There's a guy named Stanley. Uh, better known as a, uh, MC Hammer, who taught you how to who who was hated on because he had action figures, cartoons, and Pepsi commercials and Taco Bell commercials. But now everybody wishes they had cartoons, action figures, Pepsi, and Taco Bell commercials. Making uh, 
headlining songs for blockbusters adam's family adam's family uh putting everybody everybody on from oakland he was like let me how many people can i fit on stage then let's do it he's like if i can fit 167 people on stage i'm putting 160 170 people on stage <laughs> to you might fall off but just hold on tight yeah <laughs> so tell me the bay like we we do a lot of stuff we keep like a lot of we made this shit cool uh Mine is kind of similar to that because mm-hmm. it's from the Bay Area. If it's from E40, uh, don't buy an $85,000 car before you buy a house. That's my number one. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it might be on your list, but I just wanted to put it on mine yeah. because that, that's honestly just sound fiscal advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't buy an expensive-ass car. Just make sure you have a safe place to live first, mm-hmm. and then, then then you can live extravagantly after that if you feel the need to do so. I'm not even changing that for my number one because that's just number one. It's just it's just an important lesson. That that's back then when eighty five thousand dollars was even more was even more money. But now it's still like, bro, seriously, don't buy eighty five thousand dollar car before you buy a house. It's not a good investment. Mm-hmm. Property. Um. You know what? Change that to my number three. That's <laughs> don't buy eighty five thousand dollar car fine. before because he said it in such a cool way. He was like, sometimes like, because here's the thing. He said it in a, a great stanza. He was like, how come people just can't be broken on? How come we can't be stacking? He actually said, how come black... He In the question, he was like, how come it's it's taboo for black people to live with their parents until they get a house of their own and shit like that? He was like, but we have to be all this. He was like, some niggas can't be broke sometimes. He was like, we want, we put so much on these material things, but we're not stacking and we're going into debt and stuff like that. Like That's what he said in this little ass line. He was like, how come niggas can't be broke sometimes? Sometimes it's cool to floss, but don't buy an $85,000 car for it. He's like, don't live at your mom's house and then drive a Benz. But then it's also cool to be like, you know what? If you stacking your money, it's okay to be at home because we are the only race that does that shit. Like even um, Erica Benjamin, her husband was telling, he was like, he was like, no, everywhere else. He was like, places I've been, especially from his country, from Antigua, he was like, no, you live with your parents till you get your own family and then you move out and stuff like that. He was like, y'all got this shit ass backwards. He was like, every other race in the country, you'll see Asian people that do it, you see Filipino people do it, you even see the white people that do it. And he was like, better yet, motherfuckers need to, he didn't say motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, people should pull their resources like Mexican do it. He was like, you, yes, you'll see like 15 Mexicans live in one house, but then they pay off that goddamn house and do the next ones. So he was like, but black people got this stigma about them, like, ah, oh, nah, you know what, we got to go and be in debt. We got to be on our own and shit like that. And that's another thing that, that's been put on us so much that we fucking our own self up because we go into debt because we want to put out this facade for everybody else and be poor. Start being poor, y'all. Start stacking. One of my favorite people in the world, nigga Jeremy Paddock, would play the broke role so well until one day he showed me a saving account and had thousands upon thousands of bank accounts. And I was like, but you always talk about you broke. He was like, yeah, I don't have money in this account. <laughs> this account is broke. <laughs> oh, that's my turn now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, are we on number two? Was that your Yeah, two. All right. Uh, Wait, is it your number two? What'd you say? I said, you can be anything. Barry is the greatest. Don't give me an $85,000 car. What else did you say? You said Cam, $85,000. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I had so many on my list yeah. because you decided to take it seriously. I'm like, fuck it. I'll do it too. I'll say my jokes from the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Roots had a song called Never Do What They Do, mm-hmm. which which is uh, a song about individuality and not mm-hmm. and not changing yourself to fit in with the masses. Oh, shit. What I just did. <laughs> which, which is an important message. Mm-hmm. And theirs is like particularly about uh, in the rap industry, but this message is obviously applicable to real life. Be yourself and don't try to fit in. My number two is, 
I'm from East Oakland. I love being from East Oakland. It's part of who I am. You know, also like going to school out in uh nine two five Concord area is also part of who I am big part. But um Snoop Doggy Dog actually gave me my East Side pride because nobody banged Snoop when I was growing up. Nobody banged East Side harder than Snoop. And Snoop Snoop taught me because everybody was it was West Side. Everything was West Side when we was growing up. West Side connection had the world, you know, if you ain't from the west side of your town, I was like, Oh, god damn it. But East Side was always <laughs> the coolest part. And so like Snoop gave me that East Side pride and he had me crib walking across the stage in graduation. But anyway, that's a different story. So yeah, uh love the East Side because of rap music. Bang that shit. East Oakland, bitch. <laughs> it's it's definitely good to have pride from where you're from. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a couple left, and it's it's going to be tough to, for me to pick actually one. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to ask you if this one was okay to use, because I'm like, this this is kind of a gray territory. Uh, does is, is Bell Biv DeVoe count as rap? No. They do a little bit of both? No. Okay. And I can't use, don't trust a big button to smile. Okay, I won't I won't use that one. That's okay. That's I mean, you can go. That was a rap. That was a rap. <laughs> and I, but you, okay, I see what you're saying. Yes, you can use that. <laughs> but now he's saying that part. Oh yeah, actually, you know what? You're right. I'm he's not, saying I'm, that part. Let me throw it away. Let me throw it away. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. But you can't. But he's saying that part. Uh, in that case, I'm gonna go with exhibits. Mm-hmm. I can drink a whole Hennessy fifth. Some called a problem. I'd call it a gift. <laughs> now, what this line taught me is that it's a it's a glass half full kind of thing. Mm-hmm. People are gonna say it's a problem, but you can you can turn it into a gift. Mm-hmm. Anything. Look, I can smoke a whole bag of coke. Yeah, so I can I can snort a whole bag of coke. Look, some call it a problem, but I call it a fucking championship. What people might judge you for might be one of your greatest assets. Mm-hmm. In, embrace your life, enjoy what you have, and be appreciative of what mm-hmm. you have. And what he could have also said: some call it a problem, some call it a gift. Like I've been mesmerized people that drink. One time I sat down at a table with a hundred and I'm not gonna be nice, a hundred and seventeen pound white girl, and we went shot for shot, and we drank a whole bottle. Like my big ass and her, she could drink, and I'm impressed, impressed, impressed. Drink the whole thing. I won. I won because she went up and got to the bathroom. And so, like, we were sitting down for like an hour drinking. And, you know, when you're drinking, you're sitting down, the shit don't circulate right. No. So, as soon as she got up and go to the bathroom, when she came back, fucked up. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I won. Then I stood up and all of it hit me. I was like, yeah. I was outside of D. Spence's uh, apartment balcony and I literally could not get off the ground because gravity was extra stronger. I was like, the gravity's too strong out here, man. That's how drunk I was. Like, the gravity is too strong out here, man. I cannot get up. I'm just going to stay here because I couldn't get myself up. I probably died. That <laughs> uh, My wait. number one is uh rap music has taught me nothing lasts forever um i thought no limit was forever it's not bad boy for life it's not uh cash money records taking over for 99 2000 cash money cmr for life well nope. i think they technically did take over from the 99 and the yeah but i'm just saying they said for life that's uh everybody said like a lot of niggas got tattoos on them. <laughs> they got their record label tattooed on them. Their chains. Remember the old cash money chains? Where mm-hmm. are those now? I'm, I wonder how much money they're worth. Probably nothing. But I'm just saying, they got a lot of CMR tattooed on them. And so all these rappers taught me for life, but it's uh, they all end the same way. Somebody's not paying somebody. And then money. Pretty much. Yeah. You got any honorable mentions? I have a couple. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, of course, the classic... Cash money motto is actually this is what things what Rab taught me not to do, mm-hmm. which is to drink until I throw up. Yes, which is the, which is the cash money motto. Don't do that. And they also sell you to fuck your main hole and asshole. 
<laughs> Cash money muscles. Do what you got to do. Screw who you got to screw. <laughs> <laughs> uh, big boy taught me not to get any wood grain rims if I had to go grain. If I didn't have wood grain steering wheel, mm-hmm. he also told me to pay my fucking beeper bill. Yeah, he said. He also said it's not. Uh, it's not where you from. Where you pay rent. It's just like yeah, you can be from Decatur, Georgia, but if you stay in Decatur, Georgia, you didn't move anywhere in life. Mm-hmm. But if you from there and then you move to. Athens, I don't know which is the nice parts of Georgia, but yeah. I mean, I think Bankhead, Bankhead is the bad part. Buckhead is the nice part. Yeah. Uh, Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle taught me it's great to have a mind of a Jew. That. <laughs> um, ja Rule taught me. Ja, ja Rule indirectly taught me you got to ignore motherfuckers that's coming for the crown until they get there because they're not on your level, so you shouldn't have to deal with them. And if you do deal with people that aren't on your level, you can go to their downfall. It's happening right now. Uh, little Remy Ma's getting at uh, Nikki. Nikki, you should just fucking ignore. Ignore, Nikki. Ignore. Um, <laughs> Pimpsey. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. Just going to say it. <laughs> Pimpsey. Uh, nope. Not even saying it. Can you nope. just say can you just nah, say it? No, I'm good. All right. I've been encouraging you to say this joke. No. Since okay, okay, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, I think you should go ahead and switch the style up. And if they hate, then let them hate. Watch the money pile up. Yes. Conversely, to Jarwell's advice, uh, Jarwell should have definitely taken that advice because yeah. that was his downfall. Mm-hmm. He made because he made the blood in my eye it was a whole damn diss track towards fifty. Mm-hmm. Why, why would you do that, man? It was also it, it, it was it was a perfect storm of timing because then he also went he was also on trial for that supreme shit for mm-hmm. a while, so it was a lot of bad shit happened. And honestly. I'm telling you right now, yeah, uh, Get Rich or Die Trying was awesome. It really was. It was a good album. I'm not a 50 fan at all, but Get Rich or Die Trying was awesome. I'd rather have Ja Rule. Ja Rule had a longer career and make cool music than 50 because Ja Rule made those those crooning hits, man. Because <laughs> when I cry, you cry. We cry together. Yeah. And he just hit. Uh, but, and Irv and Gotti had slapping ass beats. He did produce one of the greatest intros of all time. Stark and Hell is Hot. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and uh, Webby said me, um, some people might talk about you. I mean, some people might get offended by what you're saying, but you shouldn't be sorry that they get offended. So if you think I'm talking about you, fucking nigga, I am. That, that, that's it. <laughs> Do something about it. <laughs> Got anything else before we wrap up? Never wrap it up. Shout out to Ric Flair of the Four Horsemen, Shannon Sharp, Kamala Harris, uh, rest in peace, Pimpsey, Underground King of the South, Sweet John, Chad. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to our musical guest this week, Rhyme Artist. Follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Like us on Facebook. Look at our website. Mm-hmm. There's stuff there. It is. Buy a t-shirt or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want, no pressure. Yeah, pressure. <laughs> two up, two down. She fucked up. Fuck Donald Trump. That's really a big gamble. Don't be such a fool. Hey, this make no sound. <laughs> oh, yeah.
reevaluate your life before you try to test. Reevaluate this art shit. Ain't paying my rent. Yeah. Kent Nelson, yeah. mystical rapper, trapper of the whack rap rappers, kidnappers, super intelligent like I took the same pill as Bradley Cooper, blast the music up while I smoke up on his hooker, I'm a wizard on a quest for the philosopher's stone, don't need help, call nobody like I got no telephone, yo, niggas be frontin' like they got the upper hand, but I'm a superhuman with magic that's wonderful like Wonderland, damn, all these niggas wanna trade plans, say they be the best like Cali, dog hangs underpants, what a bummer, riding a Hummer or a llama in the desert regions in the astral plane. Doing battles, snuffing flames, chilling with dames Don't play games with me, please, unless it's chess or checkers Or played awesome records, yes, I beast the god So odd, I stole a credit card Which kinda got me transported into Scotland's yard Take your time, free your mind Think about the good things That could be if you did righteous things Now Rock with the God, give a God a nod. Rock with the God, give a God a nod. Rock with the, give a God a nod. Rock with the God, nod with the power. Give a God a nod. Rock, rock, give a God a nod. God, God, give a God a nod. Rock with the God, give a God a nod. Bless the gods and the microphones, y'all. Mic snatcher, the mic attacker I might attack ya with lyricism unorthodox It's cold like an alcoholic beverage Saved in an icebox Mess around and react like bad sub zero noob side But the bars from the gods leave you in suspended animation Like conditions on long distance travels In space where your secrets unravels I wanna be the tenth wondrous thing Like the marvels and cool like the priceless marbles Ninjas.